Hey Chan boys and Chan girls, welcome to another week of Chansplaining. This is episode 20... Oh boy. 27? 26? I don't know. Um, but this week we're going to be doing the movie Twin Dragons, as well as a little basketball surprise. Uh, we watched Uncle Drew. Good movie. Um, it's probably out of theaters by the time you hear this, but uh, we watched it and I think most of us liked it. And... Well, we certainly like talking about it, and I hope you like listening to it. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Uh, you can send us an email if we want. I think we only get SoundCloud subscription emails, so that's fine if you don't, because we probably won't check it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Jackie Chan. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Chansplaining, the Jackie Chan podcast. And there's a song called Jackie Chan now, not just songs by Jackie Chan or for his movies. I'm one third of your co-hosts, Sweet North California. Nope. Sweet Northern Hollywood Dreamboat. Yeah. Maddie C. Here with the Beast from the East, the... Uh, 650 day reigning WWE champion <laughs> and a knockoff Kevin Knox jersey from DSW or whatever that site is called, Sonny Chang. Do those exist yet? Kevin Knox jerseys? Uh, you can make one, cust- you can customize one to have your like, you can spell out Knox. Wait, Exciting. what is this DSW business? Wait till I introduce you. <laughs> I Alibaba DS- Express. Yeah, AliExpress. Okay, and you heard him before. You love him. You hate him. You can't live without him. You want to scream and shout at him. It's Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Matt, Good. did you know that your math is off? I'm not right? done introducing people. <laughs> and then, fourthly, we've got, from Queens, New York, a couple blocks from where I used to live. I'm looking at his room right now from his Skype. He's got a Star Wars, looks to be Battleship. I wonder if he's gonna sink the shot. <laughs> oh boy! Um, it's a good start. We're going to start. Uh, do you want your last name on here, Mark? Uh, middle name only. Is it James? Nope, not even close. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is a fun game. We'll go with just Mark. <laughs> okay, it's Mark. Uh, Mark is a very, very talented actor. Good friend. Funny man. Big basketball hoops fan. Loves oh it. yeah, which see because we we decided to have a little bit of a extra credit for all of us this episode. In addition to watching a Jackie Chan, we said we need something that'll get the people really talking, something yeah. that will get the panties wet and get them dropped, <laughs> and then put back on later, and then well I guess dried first and then put back on later. And so we watched Uncle Drew, and we're gonna talk about Uncle Drew. Oh. Starting now. How, the, that's it. <laughs> We're big fans of, of Drew uh, and uncles in general. We like we like familial Drews. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sonny, can you explain what Uncle Drew is? Because I'm assuming none of our listeners 
A lot of so, them I've, uh, I've been looking up. And possibly Jordan. Might not I know who they are. <laughs> okay, yes. so I don't know if I have the full... This this is very anecdotal, but Uncle Drew is a character play, portrayed by Kyrie Irving, uh, point guard for the Boston Celtics. Formerly, future, uh, you might have to edit that to say New York Knicks Yeah, later. future New York <laughs> Knicks point guard when KD and him come over. Max and Katz. Butler. Sure. All right, okay. No, wait, wait, wait. Sure. Um, but... He started as this character in these commercials for Nike or Pepsi. Pepsi? Pepsi? Oh, that's even weirder. Wait, is that is that a thing? I didn't. It was I didn't for know. Pepsi Max. Yeah, it was for Pepsi Max. <laughs> okay, yeah, Pepsi I guess... Max was like a I don't know. It said something to do with like not not being what it looked like. Oh. Yeah, and so he was an old man who could play basketball. Right, right. right. He, oh. yeah, he was this old guy who was really good at playing basketball. Except for he's Kyrie Irving, so he's not. <laughs> like the they didn't do any any work in hiding the fact that he's uh, a top ten professional basketball player, probably. No. Also, I, even though he did look like an old man to those unsuspecting um, park kids, he was still like six foot three. Yeah, still very tall. He could yeah. still post up. <laughs> Um, I, old man I, can't be told. I did not know about this this Uncle Drew commercial business going on. Oh yeah. So I went into this movie thinking it was just <laughs> like a completely new idea. I didn't realize there was like this is very funny. An, also, an <laughs> Uncle Drew mythos to it. Um, so isn't that kind of like doesn't like Eli Manning have a similar commercial where there's like Eli Manning with glasses and Eli Manning without glasses? Somebody else has a commercial like this. I don't know. Where they're I, like, is that the same thing? Well, Chris CP3 also has one where he has a twin who doesn't That's, know how yeah, to play Chris basketball. Paul, Paul. Yeah, oh, Chris Paul. It's like, oh, is that it? It's like a, it's like for tax trader or something. I like think it's that. like for like Turbo all state tax. insurance. Or yeah, something. it's all state. All of the Rockets. Uh, yep. Like Trevor Ariza was in it recently. All of the Houston Rockets are all state. I think representatives. Yeah. They retired Cliff Paul, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be a, also but, a fun movie. Why don't they have this for everything? I want, <laughs> can there be a Cliff Paul movie that's just like a really long episode of Mad Men, though? So it's just him, like, quietly drinking and thinking about selling insurance to people and yeah. what is the meaning of life. Yeah. And it's like a yeah. really... Paul Thomas Anderson directs it. It's really introspective. Only thing that's, that I I've, know about this the Cliff movie, Paul movie I want. is how it'll end. And that's on a cliffhanger. Yeah. All right. Nailed it. Um, it's so, also yeah, got. So, it's also probably got, chance tw- got twins like our movie today. Oh my Twin gosh! Drag. This movie. Oh, this uh, it's incredible. All oh right. yeah, we should say that uh, on the Jackie Chan podcast, we watched Twin Dragons today, directed by. <laughs> oh god, I forgot his name already. His first name is Ringo. I know that. Hmm. Um, Ringo. Dr- yeah. I have some interesting stuff about this guy that I'm. Um, I think we can all really enjoy. It's directed by. Ringo Lamb, who is actually pretty talented, and we're going to talk about him a little bit. But we got to talk Drew first. So, All right. Jordan, Let's get this, into this movie. Yeah, this uh, this commercial got really popular for some reason. I guess people <laughs> were watching it multiple times on YouTube and Vimeo and DailyMotion.com. It like became a meme, I guess. Yeah, like most things, like, like most movies things. now, it was a meme that started. Yeah, and, and they decided, hey, let's make. Okay, let's play this first before we talk about it. How much money do you think Uncle Drew's made so far box office? Uh, How much did it cost? That's bad. better. Let's start with that. What do you guys think Uncle Drew costs? I, I had looked this up last night. Uh, I'm going to say a 15 million. 
Okay. I I want to uh, I want to say forty million and that's a going, lot. Thirty three of it is paid to the professional athletes. Uh, I think you'd be. Are wrong. we are we going prices right rules? No, it's it's just to see. We just go, closest. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Thirty five. That's how much you think it cost. Yeah. Uh, it supposedly cost twenty one million dollars. Ooh. Wow. So Sunny was uh. the closest. It is so far made. Yep. Any guesses? 25. Six. 25 30. Bad guess. Ooh. Jordan? Uh, I want to guess. I'm just going to guess what I was going to say before I heard those good guesses. 75. <laughs> 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 those are Star Wars numbers. Yeah. It's, it's, no. It's, One billion. It is made. Mark, you are. Unbelievably close. It made thirty million dollars. Wow. Twenty nine million nine hundred thirty of it America. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah. call it domestic. We call it America. Yeah, honestly yeah. though, if this comes out in China, I'm sure it'll like go off. If oh, they had put it. Yao in this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If Yao had been they'll in this do, movie, imagine do, old man Yao. They still do impose him. <laughs> yeah, they'll do what Disney That's, did with uh, whatever Guardians of the Galaxy, where they put in. Oh, with. One of the ch- who? What was the son? You told me about it. You told us about it. Did I? It was. It was a. It was you, Jordan. No, I've never heard this. It was some Marvel movie. About. Kind was of. Was it the scene in Black Panther when they go to the casino in Korea? Oh, maybe it was. Maybe I'm conflating with that. And it was to get that. people in Asia to be like, "Hey, yeah. we're out too." <laughs> I, yeah, I said that, but that's like a thing that was in all the movies. They they do that in all the movies now where they right. just like have a place. They have it take place they, and they do that well they do that in Pacific Rim where it's like Japan and I guess China. Maybe this was something Dan said on the Dan episode. Cuz I remember somebody Maybe. saying it on on mic and then when I was doing the edit I went, "Oh, that's really interesting. I should have talked about that more when it was happening in the episode." Apparently <laughs> some Marvel movie decided that they would like in the deleted scene feature more of a specific asian character when they released it in china to oh, interesting uh to do as we call work the markets at least that's what i call it sure yeah oh okay but uncle drew to get back to it is a movie about uh okay jordan do your synopsis i want you to do your three oh, no. sentence or less synopsis Wait, for uh, uncle, uncle drew. drew of okay. uncle drew Okay, uh, a, a down-on-his-luck uh, street-ball basketball coach uh, finds himself <laughs> without a team, without a girlfriend, and with n- nothing left to lose. Okay, that's a really long sentence, but that's one sentence. Okay. And that's the first eight minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this happens all the time. Yeah, Jordan, will, Jordan, will, Jordan will kill the first scene with his first sentence of his synopsis. And there then, we go. And then, um, uh, what's his name? Dax? Dax meets uh, streetball legend Uncle Drew, who promises to teach the world about fundamentals and bring a love back to the game of basketball. That's a good uh, second sentence, Jordan. Okay, and then three, uh, Dax, Drew, and a ragtag bunch of old uh, basketball stars go out on an adventure to, <laughs> to, to bring the, what's it, the Rucker Trophy home 
to the pros that started it all. Like, I, so, I don't know. I've heard worse from Jordan. I'd say that's a passable synopsis. <laughs> what about you? What do you think, son? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, pretty much whatever studio decided to capitalize on Uncle Drew by making a movie that's, uh, what's his name? Lil, pretty sure Pepsi helped produce this. It's yeah. Lil Ray. I'm, yeah. I'm very interested in the, like, the production process for this movie. Like, how were the decisions made that were like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's greenlight this Uncle Drew movie and write a story around it. <laughs> I, I didn't read it because I was going to bedtime, but there's apparently been, uh, on The Ringer, the inside story of making Uncle Drew. Oh, man. Came out yeah. Six days ago. That sounds I, amazing. Yeah. It was, I read it. It was really interesting. I don't... I didn't retain a lot of it, yeah. but I did read it. Um, but I, I think they, t- they talked about how they wanted to write they wanted to write it as a story and like casting people it was all, like nick kroll is in this movie yeah as the antagonist who was the other like coach of the rucker team that's supposed to be good aaron gordon is in this movie jordan only talked about the good guys jordan did not talk about any antagonists <laughs> yeah. at all <laughs> who is, who is aaron Ru- aaron jordan oh boy aaron <laughs> gordon is the he's he plays for the orlando magic he he was the guy Casper, like, hot shot guy. He's yes. Casper. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. I believe it's Sea Dog. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but he's the guy on the other team that was originally playing with Dax's team, and then switched to the Nick Kroll team. Uh, Nick Kroll, whose character's name I do not remember. Nick Kroll's um, character's name was Mookie. Yeah. Mookie. Oh, Mookie. Right. Like, do the right thing. Of course, yeah. it's a callback <laughs> to do the right thing. Um, and uh, so, there's a, I think. All right, so to not get too much of the minutiae of this movie, yeah. <laughs> I, here's what I want to know. Who do you think, uh, did we, we all saw this, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who did you think was the MVP most of the valuable, movie? Most valuable. Most valuable performer. Should we say mm. it on the count of three? Wait, all on the count on, of three? I want to see if we agree. Three. Do I have two. to say their name in the movie or their name in real life? I think everyone Oh, yeah, actually, Jordan. we should do this together because I want to know what Jordan says. Okay. okay. So I want Jordan to oh, go wait, first. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. But why don't we go first? Okay, the three of I us go that know because we know who the actor is. Oh, okay. Or actress. And then Jordan says. And then Jordan favorite. says who he thinks that is. Great. All right. So we'll say the name of the actor. Okay. Three. Who we think is MVP. <laughs> two, two. One. One. Chris Weber. Chris Weber. What? Who did you say? <laughs> who did you say? Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Who, who's Chris Weber? Sonny. Oh, I said Reggie Miller. Really? Oh. Yeah, I like them. Sonny, are you a Knicks fan? Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't. I just, is Reggie Miller the I mean, this is. Yes, he was yes. the Reverend. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. He was good. Like, Chris deserves a Golden Globe nomination for best <laughs> supporting actor performance in comedy or musical. Good singer, funny actor. I also couldn't recognize him at first. I thought maybe this yes. isn't Chris Weber. I thought they got Arsenio Hall to do his character from Coming to America. <laughs> the, the only person who I think is recognizable, seeing them out of their makeup, besides. Okay, besides Lisa Leslie, who I think is recognizable, um, uh, I think that the only You don't think Shaq is recognizable? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay. Shaq Shaq is just Shaq with sideburns. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Shaq... No, but the only person who... Shaq just embodies Shaq no matter what he's doing. I don't think there's any way to mask him. But besides him and Lisa Leslie... Um, what is the name of the um, of lights? That's Reggie Miller. That's Reggie. That's Miller. Reggie Miller. Yeah. I, wait. 
Why did I think he had a different name? I don't know. <laughs> How, so, when, when did all these people play basketball? Are they all currently players for the most part? Uh, no. Only Kyrie is? Nate Robinson retired, right? Nate, is Nate Robinson officially retired? Yeah, probably. And Mark Nate is Robinson... Who, or he who plays played... for foreign. Yeah, he plays for like Spanish leagues now. Who played Boots? That was Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Little Nate. Yep. He, He's not he, a... he looked very old. He was the only person who looked actually old. I think... That's acting. Yeah. <laughs> I think was besides he... Kyrie, He's the He's youngest. the youngest. He's yeah. like 35 yep. at most, yep. I would say. Yeah, but they did a better job with his makeup, I feel like, than all the other people. Oh, I thought they just gave yeah. him a silly Frederick Douglass. <laughs> yeah, they looked like Frederick day. Douglass and Reggie Watts's look yeah. style. <laughs> yeah. But his face looked, he looked hardened. He looked he like also he has, belonged in the wheelchair. He has the smallest face. The rest of them are all very, very tall people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I wonder if some of it was that, like, they ran out of prosthetics. They were just like, oh, God, we can't go over we budget. Can, we, can, yeah. we can only do... We got to skimp on Nate because Reggie's got to have it. Um, um, so, okay, question. Are sure. each one of these performances better than Michael Jordan's Space Jam performance? Yes, absolutely. I think so as well. Um, Michael Jordan in Space Jam is like Jerry Seinfeld in early Seinfeld, where he's kind of there, yeah. but has no idea really what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think Michael Jordan is definitely like the bad part about Space Jam. But he's also acting against nothing. For the yeah. entire movie, that's hard. It's hard he's got it. he's got nothing and Wayne Knight <laughs> and Bill Murray. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Oh yeah, he does Bill have Murray Bill Murray. Holds up yeah. In also, Bill I'm pretty Bill sure Murray's Babs Bunny was real. <laughs> Lola. Hubba, I, think you, hubba, hubba. I think you just wanted it to be real. <laughs> Apparently, Mark Mark corrected me that it was Lola. Why didn't they use Babs Lola Bunny? Bunny? Could they not get because the rights to her name? She's Tiny Tunes, so she's a child. So it's weird to be sexually attracted to her. <laughs> okay, yeah, gotta be attracted. We were to all sexually attracted rabbits. to Lola Bunny. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait. We were all sexually attracted to Lola Bunny. Oh yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. Okay. Still I just yeah. wanted to make sure. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's just I guess talk about. Do we? How many uh, don't want any troubles out of five would we give Uncle Drew before we kind of break it down what we feel about it? I give Wait, it. Should, shouldn't we talk about it first? Before I want to we... do the opposite <laughs> this time because we're going to do it the coherent way for Twin for twin Dragons, I hope. Okay. So we're going to do reverse. We're going to reverse engineer our opinions. Yeah. Okay. Right. I give it 3.25s, Jackie Chan not winning any trouble out All of right. five. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was going to give it a 3.5. I'm also going to give it a 3.5. And I think if I knew basketball better, I think I would give it a better score. (laughs) (laughs) So you just, okay, that's the most interesting part. So you're just liking this as a fan of comedies. You don't understand any of the references or know what Rucker Park is or. No, I I was going to ask that. Is Rucker Park a real thing? Yes, it is. Is Is this a real thing that people care about in on ESPN and stuff? It's um, not on ESPN, but it is in New York. It's yeah, a real thing people Mark and about I recently wrote a script about the actual Rucker Park that uh, oh, cool. the, the, that this movie existing hopefully will become part of a logline. Actually, no, <laughs> it's probably not good to say Uncle <laughs> yeah. Drew meets The Wire. <laughs> is it, isn't it bad that Uncle Drew came out then? Isn't that going to like blow up your spot? No, it's not like they're nope. stealing it is. an IP. It's like in a, a real place. Yeah, the more people also that know wildly about Rucker, different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, so, if, they, if they said like, ah, oh, we can't have too many movies about Rucker Park going on. 
Yeah. That's like saying, well, Hot Fuzz came out, so we can't make The Wire. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I agree with that. <laughs> you agree, wait, you agree with that statement? You think The Wire shouldn't have existed because Hot Fuzz had that corner? True. Wait, okay. did Hot Fuzz come out before The Wire? It's no. not important to Jordan. No, oh, didn't. okay. And I don't think that. There's no, also a million like, cop movies and shows before yeah. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is a parody of Hot Fuzz of and them. nothing else. Yeah. Hot Fuzz exists because there are stuff before it. Yeah. Yeah, but what if I came up with a movie and I was like, this is in the Slumdog? They would be like, no, Slumdog Millionaire already won all the Oscars. What are you talking Wait, about? You think Hold Slumdog on. is a place? Yeah, Slumdog isn't a place. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the name of anything. Oh, it's a place. Slum, it's Slumdog a place is in a my place heart. in all of us. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jordan. I, so, I have a question. Okay. Is it... So... At the risk of spoiling this movie for all the people out there who don't want to... Is it weird that... I don't know the name of the actor, but the MVP of Get Out, he refers... Yes, yes! I want to talk about this. It broke my brain. Yeah, he talks about... He saw a movie that he starred in. Yes. (laughs) Lil' Ray Howery has a line in Uncle Drew where he says... Because they're driving in the country, and he goes, wait, where are you taking me? I saw that movie, Get Out. Yeah. And Peter, who I saw Uncle Drew with, and I turned to each other and went, wait, what? Yeah, very strange and distracting. It, 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 I, it made me wonder if this originally was written for someone else and Leroy came Okay. Like, if Kevin Hart was supposed to be that main role or something. Uh, I had, okay, can I give my pitch for who it was going to be? I think it was going to be Hannibal Burris. Oh, okay. Ah. Hannibal Burris, the actually... Everything about this movie feels like Hannibal Burris, except for the last ten minutes when he actually has to play basketball or be believed as like having dreams of being a basketball player ever. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't see it in that role. I could see it being Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is super tiny, though. He's too yeah. tiny. He's too you couldn't have Nate Robinson and Kevin Hart in <laughs> shot. Do you know how hard it would be to frame a shot that has moving Nate Robinson and moving Kevin Hart and Reggie Miller? It'd be impossible. <laughs> the eye lines would be crazy. And Okay, also, Nate Robinson was the one they chose to put in a wheelchair for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it might have helped if, I mean, knowing how tall the wheelchair is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, I have no idea. Um, I just... It, the movie was exactly what I wanted it to be. Me too. Yeah. There was a part of my brain that, or not a part, there was a part of me that hoped maybe there's like a, a hard R version of it somewhere because that would be a much funnier movie, but because it had to stay kind of family friendly because it yeah. was essentially just a Nike and Pepsi ad. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I, I will say that worked. I 100% want to buy that sweatsuit that Kyrie wears the entire movie. I was like, yeah. oh, that looks so comfy. Yeah. I want one of those. Even though it looks like it's like 80 degrees outside. Oh, yeah, but he's got to turn the heat on. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. He's an old man. Um, yeah, I thought... I think that there was a... The, the guy who wrote Skip Trace wrote this movie, which is why we're, I'm allowing oh, us really? to talk about it. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh, I forgot what his name is. Um, I was talking Irving. to Peter about it uh, this morning. Um, yeah, when we did the Skip Trace episode, Sonny, I looked at his IMDb and I said, oh, he wrote Uncle Drew. We got to go see <laughs> Uncle Drew and talk about it. That was probably five months ago. Wow. Um, I think that this movie wanted at points to be really over the top silly, like really, really absurd and crazy. But because of like what we were talking about, the market that had to be, they had to reel it back. And also, I think that 
you probably get only limited you get limited mileage from the performers a lot mm-hmm. of the time i would say like i don't know how much nate robinson could actually do as a performer or yeah. reggie miller could actually do as a actor and then i want to know how much chris weber could do yeah yeah he's a better actor um, than you <laughs> I, none, none taken <laughs> i think that there's also a cap on the amount of like hey isn't it funny these people are old jokes yeah. Uh, and that yeah. would have been a lot of like, if this movie had been longer, I think. I yeah. I think that those jokes are all, almost always the bad, like the worst part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I I laughed, so I really liked the I guess Chris Weber in the in the tub doing like the the baby baptism. That was incredible. Yeah. That, was, that was that was a great scene. And just that was like, the first, <laughs> yeah. That was when the movie kind of got going. That's when I was yeah. sold as this premise, pretty much. Yeah, 100%. Was, was when Chris Rubber did that, and then Lil Rel said, like, you can't baptize a baby. You christen a baby, <laughs> you you're going to yeah, drown the baby. baby. <laughs> Apparently, Chris Weber's dad is a preacher. Oh. Ah. Oh. And so, a lot. I wonder how much of that is based on how his dad used to dunk babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, I had a ga- I had a game to play since Jordan didn't know anything about basketball, and the three of us would know this. But this will also talk about some jokes in the movie. We're gonna do true or false, Jordan. Which of these jokes are references to something that happened in real life? Oh, and they're all from that like movie. This. Yes, I like this. Okay. All right. We're gonna start with <laughs> when Shaq is mad at Kyrie or is mad at Uncle Drew, and he calls him Kobe. Based Ooh, in... I think it's true because Shaq used to play for the Lakers, and I think they had a they had a clash between the two of them. Very famously, Kobe said, "How much? What do you say? How my how my dick taste in that rap song to Kobe? Or oh, how, how my, my ass taste? How my how ass, ass taste. taste? Yep. Yes, that was that is fact. Yes, a little clash. Yeah. Um, another one is Nate Robinson." The, the man in the wheelchair has stinky shoes and that's why he's named boots famously stinky shoes i'm gonna say it's not true that is totally untrue i thought of it just now i haven't thought of any of the fake ones yet <laughs> true or false um when chris weber forgets how many timeouts it is it's based on a true thing that happened Oh, um, I think it has to be true because it was such a, like, it was such a significant thing that they put a lot of time into, and they, it never comes up any other time in the movie, so it has to be a reference to something that happened in real life. Yeah, that's correct, Did anyone, okay, did anyone in your screenings, like, react to that? Because I was the only one in my screening that, like... I was the only one who didn't like those. I thought uh, they were pandering and bad. <laughs> so, I, so I was quiet I, and all the teens were going, ha ha! Can you tell the, what's the real thing? What happened? He tried to call a timeout and they didn't have any left or something? In, um, yeah. But in in the, yeah, this he, was in college, right? Yep, yep. But he, you get charged a technical foul, they ended up losing that game because he called the timeout and Duke got free throws. To, and they won the game because of that. It was a national oh, championship, what, too. So why did that guy come out at the end of the movie? Like... Who was like, like he looked like he was a college basketball team. Guy. He is. 
He is. He's oh, John he Calipari, is. the coach of Kentucky. So why did he ask him about taking a GED or taking his SATs or something like that? Meaning he could take his SATs again to play at Kentucky for John Calipari to play college basketball. But Kyrie played at Duke and he said, I'm more of a Blue Devils guy. Oh, okay. Wait, when did this happen? And the uh, post-credits. Oh, I did not stay for the post-credits. Oh, really? oh my God. Arguably best part of the movie was post-credits. Oh, no, I actually good. I I, had, I do not support post credits. I don't like I knowing the, who. Oh, I, I only watched the um, the Tiffany Haddish post credits. That was the last was one. Like, was it? Wasn't that the last one? No, that because was the first one. For I thought me. the last one was Shaq saying something about. Did you see? I got better than Shazam. Oh <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> or Kazam? Is it Kazam? Can we take yeah. that again? Yeah. Did you see? I got better than Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shaq was fun, but I think Chris Webber was unexpected, and that's why I enjoyed him more. Shaq yeah. forced his way into this movie, I bet. I bet no one wanted him to be in it. And he <laughs> said, oh, they're making a movie? I gotta be in it. And I'm going to do Kung Fu, because it's in a weird way. Shaq-Fu. Shaq-Fu. Yeah. I thought, I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of Shaq for, for right now. For some reason, I'm kind of exhausted by him, and I wish Is that that Is it that, that general commercials? Um. Yes. I that Shaq's part should have been played by Yao Ming. It would have been a much more interesting <laughs> and weird movie. <laughs> yep. And that would have also made the movie do better. So, Sonny and Mark, let's recast this movie the right way. Yao Ming, okay. Chris Webber. Chris Webber has to stay. Yeah, Chris Webber easily. Um, um Kyrie was okay. Kyrie, was Kyrie has to stay. Pretty much, we can yeah. only recast um Nate Robinson, Reggie Miller, and Reggie Miller, and I think that Lisa Leslie was good. Lisa Leslie was solid. Yeah. Yeah, she was um, good. I want to say... Ray Allen over Reggie Miller would have been more fun. I feel oh. like Ray Allen doesn't have a personality. That's true. He just... His personality is pissing off Cel- the Celtics and... Great. Then he could have made a lot of jokes at their expense and it would have been much more <laughs> enjoyable been for good. me. You want what I think would have made this movie better? What? I Jackie Chan? It, yes. So, Dodgeball is a movie that's kind of like this. It's the two competing teams that nobody cares about. Do- Actually, dodgeball is very much like this. They have to play a team of little girls before they get to the finals. This wow, show- those these movies are very similar. But the best thing, one of the best things about dodgeball, and I was thinking about this in the theater, is like when they have to play the different teams, and yeah. the teams have different themes, and they're like weird, and they have like weird tropes. Like that's when they really should have had like cameos. They should have had like a bunch of cameos on the different teams, like well, people who like basketball, people who like. It could have been like somebody who sucks in the league, and everybody likes to make fun of them, and they're just like, like, why are you on this team? And it's just like, I, you know, I'm really trying yeah. to like up my like. If they had um, Kim Kardashian's ex husband, Chris Humphreys. Yeah, Chris Humphreys could have. Not he could have been yeah. there. <laughs> That's. I feel like um, I feel like Steve Nash would have been good in like yeah. the Nate Robinson role. I agree completely, yeah. Sonny. That's, that's Steve Nash good. would be great. Yeah, Sonny, that's really good. Because that would have made sense to see. Because Nate Robinson's whole thing really was that he was really little, so small man, and could dunk. Was like the best dunker in the league. Yeah. So yeah. But but Steve Nash was like a, a wizard passer, Jordan, and a yeah. wizard dribbler. So it would be cool uh-huh. to see this old man get up and do these fin- things that are so full of finesse. Mm-hmm. Um. I was surprised that there weren't more cameos. It was like Rick Ross in one scene, yeah, the yeah. JB Smooth for a minute, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Uh, there were not. Tungle. Yeah, Dikembe. Oh, like Tungle. opening, 
In the opening, there were a couple, I guess, yeah. yeah. Was was it Steve Nash that they kept cutting to in the opening, the opening like crawl when they were doing the thirty for thirty documentary? The thirty for thirty. Because I remember seeing they had one hat. They like showed the same person three times. <laughs> I thought it was Dikembe. Intentional. They showed Dikembe a couple times. Dikembe was great. Yeah. He was recently shown wagging his finger at a summer league basketball game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, never get I tired think of that. One thing Peter and I talked about after this movie was. It felt like Kyrie saying, I want to play in New York, because the movie is about <gasps> oh, him being this god of New York. I didn't think about it. And it seemed like, in a way, I know Kyrie didn't write the movie, but in a way, it felt like uh, him saying, "This I want to be the guy that is loved in New York, and everyone talks about me all the time, mm-hmm. um, which got me very excited. Yeah, uh, I think he'd be a good fit. Hot, hot take. Yep. Kyrie actually didn't have that like season-ending surgery. He just needed to get the last draft of Uncle Drew in. He did write the movie. <laughs> he had some edits, yep. and that's why he bailed on the Celtics. They did in that in that Ringer article. They talk about how one of the original ideas was have Kyrie direct the movie because he directed some of the commercials. That's and someone had to say that's insane. He's a professional athlete. He does not have time. I do want to see that the Uncle Drew Kyrie's cut. No. I want to see his cut. Oh, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, Aaron Gordon was a good casting choice. I think uh, he looks just villainous enough. Yep, and he's a freak athlete. Yeah, Yeah, he's so big. He's a really good basketball player. He does a lot of stuff well. I didn't know that he was in this movie, so I was very surprised. When I saw him, I went, there's probably a million players in this movie, and there are only like seven. Yeah. Yep. Do we have a favorite joke? Does anyone have a joke that stands out that we haven't talked about? I have a favorite joke. That I think is a five-star joke. I, I I like the boom room, the boom boom room. And our conversation about <laughs> about the shoes and like what's oh, the difference yeah. between having the shoes on in the front versus in the back. I I enjoyed that conversation. Um, I thought it was a brilliant joke when uh, Kyrie says like he controls the music and he puts in the like the funk eight track, mm-hmm. and then they show they do the shots yeah. of them driving from New York to Washington to yeah. Washington D.C. And uh, Lil Rel is like, we've been listening to this song all day. Yep. It's been the same song all day. Yep. And when I, I wanted more absurd jokes like that. Yeah, I, that was really I, funny. I think that's yeah. what the first draft probably was, just full of nonsense like that, that I would like to write. And then they gave it to these celebrities that they were like, like an SNL sketch where most of the time they write these crazy things and then the celebs go, I don't really like that. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This was, this was, who would you guys want Jackie Chan to play in this movie? If we had to give him, to cast him as not Uncle Drew. Uh, Boots' Mookie. granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I could give him, I could give him the Mookie, the Mookie role. I think he'd be Mookie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so is Jackie yeah. Chan doing like weird dance move thing? You guys can't see me, but yeah. doing like weird yeah. Mark's doing a weird move that Jackie Chan would Wait, do. could, mm-hmm. okay, so in that case. While we have all the people who are getting old, mm-hmm. would we, to make him in, like, a child's league with Dax, would we have Jackie Chan in young makeup? We would de-age him like Robert De Niro's getting de-aged <laughs> in, uh, like, The Irishman or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, I w- yeah, or, like, uh, Tony Stark from the beginning of uh, Civil oh, yeah. War. yeah. I think yeah. that Jackie Chan should have been Nate Robinson. Because then when he, everyone would be like, what, is, that, is that Jackie Chan? And then he's in a wheelchair. He's not doing anything. And then when he stands up, uh-oh, time for Jackie to get his 10 minutes of screen time and make that 10 million Hong Kong dollar. 
I just I tried to picture Jackie Chan dribbling a basketball, and my mind just can't put those things together. <laughs> he doesn't. Pa- he just punches the ball to people. He doesn't pass it. Yeah. I'm looking this up. If there's question. a picture like this, Jackie Chan basketball. Did did anyone? So is anyone like me? And did anyone get the get the feels from the uh, like the boots situation? With the with his with, what, with the, the granddaughter, granddaughter and like the like when he had the boots for he had the work boots for him like I don't, I don't know I thought it was a very touching scene I thought it oh, was yeah. okay the, the it, was, it was all right the emotional beats are very forced in this yeah where they're they're pretty much just compulsory even though I think that it doesn't really add anything I found a video that I'm trying to see for sure that's a charity game done by Yao Ming that I think Jackie Chan plays on a basketball team with Yao Ming very briefly. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, that's amazing! Oh no 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 no! He's just the ina- whoa. That's even better. He's the MC for the basketball game. Wow, that's incredible. Mark, something that we've learned about Jackie Chan is that he's a jack of all trades, literally. Yep. Um, yeah. And he turns up all these places, like in every possible place. Jackie Chan has. He's got a race car team. He has a city bike in. Uh, was it? Be- was it Beijing? Where was I it? I think it's Shanghai. He has like yeah. a city bike for scooters. Yeah. He owns a bunch of yachts and a skiing company. He's all over the place. <laughs> Multi-talented. Uh, should we talk Twin Drags now? I think, yeah, I think I it's think Twin so. Dragon time. Okay, everyone can come back to listening to the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, Jordan, do you want to give your synopsis of Twin Dragons? And then I can read what Jackie Chan says about it. And then some fun facts. Yeah. I, I could attempt to give a synopsis. Um so, uh, two, two children separated at birth, uh, or two twins separated at birth, uh, wind up leading, uh, dras- I guess, uh, different lives. Uh, this Prince and Pauper story... Okay, this is the second um, sentence right now. Yeah, yeah. So, this Prince and Pauper story of, uh, of, uh, I guess, a kid... I, I don't know how to explain this movie. <laughs> I, I actually don't think I can do it. Can I, um, can I try to do it? Yes. Okay. After being switched at birth... Two brothers, parentheses, Jackie Chan, live vastly different lives. I think it's Jackie's Chan. Jackie's Chan's. <laughs> yep. Uh, second sentence. One is a world-famous pianist, and the other is a mob-having like greaser, I guess? It's like a grifter, yeah. Grifter type? Second sentence, three. Their worlds will collide, romantic and otherwise... When they meet in Hong Kong for the first time, and you're gonna love it. <laughs> Great. That was not a good one, but <laughs> it is a hard one to do. I think this this movie is very strange. It. I think that it is. Well, I'll I'll let ja- Jackie talk about it first. Okay, sure. Sonny, I can't see you anymore. Are you like oh, in the? Really? Yeah, just really dark in your room. Yeah. Do you turn the lights out? No, I think it just got darker outside. Oh, okay. It looks like the end of the world in your Skype screen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
here's here's what Jackie has to say from, of course, our our guide through the Jackie Cosmos, Jackie Chan, My Life in Action, written by Jackie Chan and actually written by that other guy, uh, Jeff Yang. Twin Dragons, 1991. Also, Double Dragons, Brother versus Brother, When Dragons Collide, Duel of Dragons, Dragon Duo, and When Dragons Meet. I don't know why there's this many different titles for it. I assume it's for different languages. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Isn't Double Dragons also a video game? And a movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh. I used to love that. Uh, and a TV show. I used to love all of that. In this film, which was a benefit for the Hong Kong Directors Guild, I play identical twins separated at birth. One brother, Ma Yu, becomes a famous orchestra conductor. The other brother, Wan Ming, it's not what his name was in what we saw, becomes yeah. a gangster. <laughs> we accidentally bump into each other at a restaurant where we've arranged to meet our respective girlfriends. When rival gangsters mistake Ma Yu for Wan Ming, total chaos ensues. Wan Ming winds up conducting the orchestra while Ma Yu fights for his life. Luckily, or is that unluckily, we have a psychic connection that allows one to feel what the other is going through. We have to talk about this. All the profits from the movie were supposed to go toward building the Director's Guild's new headquarters. But as of early 1998, seven years after the movie, the office hasn't been built. Still, the film is something of an achievement. A slew of Hong Kong celebrities were enlisted to make the film. It was even co-directed by top filmmakers Tsui Hark and Ringo Lam. Compared to Hollywood special effects, Hong Kong special effects are not that good. The action remains as impressive as ever, though. The final fight in the car factory is fantastic. Um, and Jackie Chan did the stunt coordination for this. So Wait, that's why. so Jackie's talking about this movie, and I don't even think he knows what happens in this movie. He's like, <laughs> that's not the first time that they meet. Or the or the first in the time, restaurant, yeah, in the restaurant. That's not the first time that they meet. They meet outside of the hotel for the first time. That's when they first like they like run into each other, but they don't. That's they first yeah. like switch in the restaurant. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, I wanted to bring I wanted a box office mo do a little fun with box office mojo again. Boxofficemojo.com. www.boxofficemojo.com. Is this is this the top ten movies about twins? Yes, it is. Did you look at it? <laughs> uh, I didn't look at it. No, but I wait. I are we trying to guess them? We're gonna guess the top. Mm, a lot of these are pretty. I, I don't think a lot of people can get this. Um, uh, the parents traps. Okay. Let's just say, just start naming them, and I'll tell you if they're on the list of top 27. Apparently, only 27 movies about twins have gotten box office success in the last 37 years. Uh, Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Parent Trap is number three with a lifetime gross of $66 million. It takes two. It, Olsen's. It takes two, 11 million, 11th with $19 million. Twins. Twins? <laughs> Does that count? Number one. Yeah. What? Oh With $111 million. Dollars. We got a lot of money. Wow. Oh. Um, we got to remake that. That's adjusted that with gross. The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. And, and then, but coming in at number two, my boy, we got Jack and Jill. Adam Sandler oh, with $75 million. Pacino's greatest performance. Where do you think this is on that list? Of 27? Yes. 14th. Jordan? I'm, I'm going to guess 23rd. It is 15th with $9 million. $9 million? Wow. Yeah, that terrible. is not a lot of money. No. Uh, other notable movies that are in there are The Man in the Iron Mask, 
Jet Li's The One at number five. Oh, shit. Wait, so, what about... Um, I love that movie. Wait, what <laughs> about uh, that movie with um, uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman? The, That's a sport. The, oh, the, oh the, pre- the Prestige? Yeah. Yeah, The Prestige. Those are clones. He's cloning. Oh, I guess Chris, no. Christian Bale. No. Christian Bale has a twin. Bale's a twin. Yeah. No. <laughs> I always forget The Prestige. You're spoiling the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. But here's <laughs> something I'm going to say that's really interesting. There's a movie on here called Maximum Risk starring Jean-Claude Van Damme okay. that is directed by Ringo Lamb, who directed this movie. This movie? I, wow. I bet it's the same movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme is a cop in Nice, France. Van Damme is at a funeral that is being held for a fellow cop when his partner, Sebastian, shows up and requests for his presence at a crime scene. When they arrive, Sebastian shows Jean-Claude Van Damme a dead body of someone who looks exactly like him. Ah. They discover that his name was Mikhail Sorvikov, who was born on the exact same day as it is as him, and they are twin brothers that never knew they existed. Wow. That's a better movie. This yeah, like director that. that might be a better had movie. more to say about twin brothers <laughs> switched at birth, and he got to do it with Jean Claude Van Damme. The where does Van Damme from? Where's Van Damme from? Like Germany? He's from, uh, Austria. He's Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Belgium. The Belgian Jackie. <laughs> I just thought that yeah. was crazy. That that was a fucking thing that happened. <laughs> that, that, that's a thing. A that's director insane. has two movies about people that play two characters. Okay. Let's get into Twin Dragons if anyone doesn't have any more questions about the box office for twin movies. Uh, no, I have so many questions about this movie, though. Okay. Um, what, okay, fine, Mark. What's your first question? Let's just start talking about it in that way. All right. Um, I I wrote I take I took more notes here than I think I did in all of high school. Um, uh, I think all movies should start with a brocade curtain like this one does. It feels so fancy and formal that it like started with a curtain that pulled away. Yeah, and that had music that I got to be honest, I was very surprised that that was the opening music to a kung fu movie. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, okay, we're watching like a, I don't know. Oh well, isn't uh, that because it's like in black and white in the beginning, and it's yeah. like old, yes. old timey? Yeah, right. yep. like can um. Do you guys think this was a an intentional Buster Keaton homage? Probably not. Jackie didn't really have. A Jackie hand does hand. love Buster Keaton though. He does love Buster Keaton, but I don't think he had a hand in interesting producing. Oh yeah, uh, he, I don't know if he did though, because it was for, if it's for the Directors Guild. I wonder if they had like more artistically inclined people involved in this movie. They they yeah. did, but Jackie at this point in time in 1991 is the biggest star in Asia. Like what yeah. we've what we've been digging into, Mark, is that Jackie Chan kind yeah. of had his good movies are honestly mostly pre Rush Hour, and then we got Rush Hour, and then like a lot of shit in between. But he's yeah. still somehow yeah. famous in America. Got it. Even though yeah. he's not good in most of his movies. So it's pretty much like how Tom Cruise, even though he doesn't direct Mission Impossibles, he really kind of does. Like Tom Cruise yeah. isn't right. putting anything yeah. in his movie he doesn't want to be in his movie. Right, because he, if he says, I'm not doing this, yeah, they have to be like, oh, of course, Mr. Yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Cruise. Of and, course, Mr. Cruise. And Jackie Chan always talks about Buster Keaton being one of his like heroes. Um, mm-hmm. And he does a lot of homages to him. Do you guys think that the big train scene in our favorite movie, Supercop, was like an homage possibly to Buster Keaton? I okay. Honestly, I haven't seen any Buster Keaton movies. Well, it it has nothing to do with the general. There's like, (laughs) but there's a train. Yeah, (laughs) there's there's a train. 
I think there's a lot of things that if he wanted to make an homage to Buster Keaton on the train in the general, he could have easily. Mm-hmm. He could have done that scene when Buster Keaton is on the the wheels and he's like going up with it and yeah. down with it. Yeah. Jackie could have done a cool stunt yeah. with that if yeah. he wanted to do an homage. Yeah. Would you guys say that Jackie Chan... I mean, son, you, you've said you're, you don't know any... You're not a Keat head. No. But... I kind of do think Jackie's appeal is very Buster Keaton-esque, but with action. Like, oh, yeah, are, no, I totally yeah, agree. Like, yeah. I know very, like, broad, overarching Buster Keaton yeah. themes, uh, and it seems like Jackie Chan would be somewhat of a successor. To Our it. next podcast will be Meet and Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> the works of Buster and Michael. And Michael, <laughs> Michael Keaton. Keaton. And Diane Keaton. And Diane, and Diane Keaton. Yeah. Are there any Keatons? Alex P. Keaton? We could do Family Ties. <laughs> Or Michael Quattro Fox. Keaton. Well, oh my God, we'll never run out of things to talk about. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was an homage to uh, B. Keats' Mark in the beginning, um, but I will say that this that scene made me believe that this was going to be a real movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you yeah. guys agree. That's something that we sometimes talk about: is if this is a real movie, in that it does things a movie should do. I thought it really like piled on in the look how different these two are going to be raised Mm -hmm. from each other this Um, is a movie about income inequality (laughs) (laughs) this movie is about one of one of them was raised poor and had to like figure stuff out on the streets and one of them was raised by rich asian parents in new york and became a concert pian or a conductor yeah Mm -hmm. Like nature, they had a moment nature versus they, nurture. Yeah. Oh. Yes, but they had a moment where they look at each other and and uh, uh, Bach, Buckmean, uh, Buckmean in Boom, our version, yeah. who is yeah. Boomer, Boomer in the American version. Boomer. Boomer. Oh, you Boomer watched so, the when, American version? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Sonny, okay. you, there's 14 minutes that aren't in that. <laughs> yeah. That aren't in that. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. 14 minutes shorter. It's the sex scene. Yeah. I I watched the a, I watched the free crappy not dubbed subtitled version from YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the best. I mean, we usually can't find the subtitle ones on YouTube, so I was happy to be able to actually find it to know how it was intended yeah. to be. Um it it didn't sound like it was him doing the voice. It didn't. That's why It I, sounded like it was dubbed in the in the subtitled one. Yeah. Because several times people's mouths were not open and lines were coming that's out what, of them. He, yeah, he, he 100% did the voice for the the dub. Yes, that's why I. That's in why English. I, okay. That's yeah. why I like texted everybody like late last night saying, "Actually, watch the dub. It's better because at least Jackie was doing. I knew right. that that was Jackie's yeah. voice. Um, yeah. But then I saw that there was about 15 minutes of that movie that aren't in the. In that that mm. should be in the Chinese one. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna not get my taste of Jackie. I'll get my, I'll get, <laughs> gotta look at him and not hear him." Yeah. Um. Uh, so I guess we can go through it a little bit. Yeah. So you want to take us on the magical ride of Twin Drags? Sonny? Yeah. Let's do it. So it starts off with that sequence, the black and white sequence, where this couple has twins in a hospital, but at the same time, I a gang leader or someone is being brought in um, as a captive and they escape and hold one of the babies hostage uh, and then in the crazy shit that happens they're separated uh, but th- honestly they don't look very hard for the missing baby no they they don't yeah. put out an APB he just disappears in the park because a drunk yeah. woman takes him right yep 
Uh, yeah, so drunk woman <laughs> finds finds him. They heavily stress that she is an alcoholic, uh, and yep. that the one who becomes boomer becomes like a street racer, and like becomes really good at kung fu because he's got to live out in the streets. Because he's got no daddy, and he's got a yeah. drunk. And his mom mommy. dies really young. He's got yeah. no. Yeah, mommy. there's a scene when he goes to her grave. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and and the other one becomes a concert pianist and a conductor. Uh, so something yeah, I, I was about... confused if he was a... Oh, oh sorry, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead, because this is a kind of a tangent. Okay. I was confused if he was a pianist or a conductor, because when we first see him, it's this big scene of him playing piano so well, mm-hmm. and then later he shows up, it's like, you have to conduct, and I was like, wait, what? I do... thought, why was the big scene that we introduced him as an adult is him playing piano for, like, two yeah. minutes? Can we answer that for Mark? I feel like we can answer that for Mark. That seems to be the case a lot for I can answer job. Jordan. But, yeah, go ahead. Because if... He had to play the piano. You couldn't get that stupid scene where he's like flailing around. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, I think a lot of composers are the conductors of the the band. Like they don't play piano along with. No, like, yeah. They write that's the music fair. Fair. and the band performs it, but they conduct it. Yeah. And I guess, okay. Yeah. I agree with that, Sun Dog. I was gonna say All right, that works. because these scripts don't get any time they're written really fast to like go around set pieces and then it's just whatever needs to happen is what happens most of the time in these movies got it okay um Um, but also something i realized that was weird as i like saw how much how many liberties this film took with the magic of being twins yes i don't think i don't think there are any movies about twins that are directed by twins that are directed by twins? Interesting. Or even, like, maybe written well, by Well, Ma- uh, Matrix Reloaded. There are twins oh, in that yes, movie. Oh, yes, there, there are twins. twins in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the one. Are there any twin directors in general? The Just what, the I mean, other Wachowskis. than the Wachowskis. Are the, the Wachowski Wachow- sisters are the, now. Yeah, yeah. Are, the, are they... They're twins. twins? Yeah, I think they're twins. Mm-hmm. Man, another piece of the, the puzzle. The Wachowski twin... Yeah, we, yeah, I've talked about how I'm anti-twin, right? How twins are weird. <laughs> no. when, you, when I find out someone has an identical twin, I'm like, oh, hey, and I like step back a little bit. It, it's, I think it's The Shining yeah. that like has imprinted on my brain forever. <laughs> Those girls aren't twins. Twins? Oh, I know. Freaky though. Still terrifying. Fact check: The Wachowskis are not twins. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> they were born two years apart. Don't gaslight me. Uh, it's basically twins. Yeah, basically. Damn, guys. No. Uh, I knew a pair of... T- we knew a pair of twins at NYU. Maybe, Mark, you didn't know them, but there were a pair of twins at NYU that we I would hang around with sometimes. They'd be at parties and stuff. They dressed identically yeah, yeah. to each other, and mm-hmm. they continued to dress identically to each other. On purpose? Yeah. No. They accidentally dress the same every maybe, day. Maybe they, they always like... go to buy one, get one sales. <laughs> maybe they what, Jordan? Maybe they, like, walk out and they're just like, I was going to wear that. <laughs> they're like, oh, you crazy. <laughs> it's always just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> have, have the Maori sisters ever directed anything? Tiana and Tamara? Yeah. No, Taj, Taj is now a director, t- though. How many movies have co-directors other than, like, Coen Brothers movies? Yeah, I don't know. This movie had two directors. All right, so all Coen Brothers movies in this movie are the only... <laughs> Yeah, Sweetheart also directed this, but I read that he didn't do as much, which is why I didn't, um, I didn't bring him up wanna, so much. You want to know? I I think most movies that have, like, most movies that have that are about twins aren't directed by twins. Why? Because why? Just because you're a twin doesn't mean that you should be like forced 
to go into the same career path as like the other person. <laughs> so that's like that if one of you wants to be a director, the other one like has to put their entire life on the line. So like, okay, I guess I'm gonna be twin director. I thought the twi- some... twins just want to do the same weird bullshit. No, no twins that I know do the same thing. You, I know. You told the story on definitely one of our podcasts about your your twin friends who got married my twin the same cousins. Day. They they got engaged the same within a week of each other, but they're in radically different careers. They're they're married to well, one's married and one is getting married to different women. Do the women look similar? So, um, sort of, but not overly. Okay, hair color. But they have they have a hair it's color. The same. What skin color? Uh, <laughs> they're they're both white, but they're okay. different. Height, height. Height. Like, would you say build-wise they're similar? Like, the same level of cherubness? One is a lot shorter than the other one. How short? Like, one's, like, Like, four foot tall? One of them (laughs) is, like, five feet, like, or, like, four eleven, and the other one is, like, five three, five four. Do do they have the same cup size? I don't know. (laughs) Did you ask? Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, they were I'll, unsure. At the at the wedding, I'll ask. I'll, I'll make thank sure. you. Yeah, make a toast. It, I've said that. Yeah, something about twins unnerves me. Especially, I think what mm-hmm. unnerves me about a twin is when I meet them without their twin. Like if I just and then you get introduced to. Yeah, yeah I was working in my yeah. last job with a woman for like four months, and she said, "Yeah, I have a twin sister who works at uh, Disney World." And I went, "Wait, you have a t- twin sister? I feel like you've been lying to me about something." I feel like this has been hidden yep. from me. I should know about this. No other That's form fair. of sibling feels yeah. like a lie except a twin. In this, in yeah. this movie, I don't think twins exist, which is why everyone is fainting when they see the two. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was it's as though weird. the concept of twins does not exist in this, in this universe. Well, here's the thing. Twins might exist. The <laughs> they might time. exist. <laughs> they might exist in this movie, but I think it's that lying part of it. It's because if you meet somebody and then like, so let's say you met somebody and you were friends with them and then you were hanging out with them and then you turned around a corner Mm. and you saw them and they were wearing something different and you didn't know they had a twin. It would freak you out. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you wouldn't faint, but you would get freaked out. Maybe I would get freaked out. Maybe I definitely don't think my first thought would be like, oh, obviously, there's a that's a twin. I think I would. That's the point. You would get freaked out if you didn't know there was a twin in the equation. In any other twin situation, you know there's a twin. They make it known. They have to make it known. But so, so here's the thing: they're not just normal twins, though. We have to talk like the craziest thing about this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that they're in some moments weird voodoo dolls for each other. Oh, they're magic twins. They're dragon. They're magic dragon dragon twins. twins. Yes. But. Not all the time, just sometimes. Right. In ways that were weird and confused. So I, to, to jump a yeah, little no, around we do the plot of the movie, is that okay? So I wrote down at one point, are they voodoo dolls? This is weird. Wait, why is it only sometimes? Yeah. And then I wrote at the end when they get in the fight and um, the conductor gets punched in the face and he starts to bleed and then the other guy starts to bleed and they're like mm-hmm. starting to put together that they can work together. Yeah. I thought, wait, if they bleed together, do they come together? So when... That when uh, street street rat Chan slept with Jet Li's wife, mm-hmm. did the beautiful he, Maggie Chung, the Maggie Chung Lee, 
Uh, no, that was Maggie Chung, did, right? Wait, no, 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 that's not no, Jet no. Li's wife. The other one Jet is Li's Jet Li's wife. wife. Jet Li's wife is the, like, rich woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wife. no, 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 I got confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when, when Street Rat Chan slept with her, did Conductor Chan have, like, uh, did he just, like, oh, my God, I just came and I don't know why? <laughs> I thought they were fucking at the same time. They were doing a... No, because they never had no, sex. I didn't seem like that. They did a Conductor Christopher Chan... Nolan crosscut of them, like, both getting down, I thought. <laughs> I thought Conductor Chan never had se- I thought he was a virgin because he was so sheepish about sex. Oh. And there's a... Se- he says, did you sleep with my girl? And he says, no, 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 no. Uh. Don't you know the people in America don't like fucking Mark <laughs> where he grew up? <laughs> <laughs> I do know the people in America don't like Do you know how... Mark. Okay, fun, fun thing about this movie that I learned from Wikipedia just now... It says that they were twins that were uh, like lost at birth or separated at birth, and it says twenty six years later. So Jackie yes, Chan it's, is it's supposed to be twenty eight. Tw- Jackie Chan is like forty nine <laughs> years old when this movie yeah, came out. He's supposed to be twenty eight, and he's playing someone slightly younger than me or my age. Uh, that, that's that's I mean, really funny. Convincingly, that rad ponytail. He's got that earring. He's very cool. Oh. So, cool. <laughs> That's the so they were identical-ish. A weird thing about this movie is that they chose to distinguish the twins at very inconsistent times. Yep. Like yeah. it was very like every once in a while, it'd be like, yeah, one of them would have a shirt, one of them wouldn't. But then sometimes <laughs> they would just be both wearing white shirts and black pants, and yep. you're like, what is going on here? There's yeah. no continuity. No. It's always the earring, though. If you look at the earring. You know. In the last, no, in the last scene when they're doing the big fight at that big uh, car thing, they both have earrings for some yeah. reason. Yes. Oh, that's true. Because it's a planned thing to both be the same yeah. guy to confuse the, right. the bad yeah, guy. Street, Ping street pong, Jackie has a rat tail and an earring, and proper yep. Jackie looks kind of just like regular Jackie Chan. Yeah, with mushroom yeah. tail. Yep. Um, so I don't think like I immediately made comparisons to the Parent Trap when this movie started. <laughs> Yep. But then yep. I realized that, like, I think this movie does what The Parent Trap does better because, <gasps> like you said, they um, they talk about, like you said, Mark, uh, they talk about the, well, I guess it's like a an undertone is the class thing, right? Whereas yeah. in The Parent Trap, it's just two rich families, They're but the, the only same, difference yeah. is one of them is British and one of them is American. You know what, it, what it's like then, sort of? It's a little bit like A Tale of Two Cities with Sidney yep. Carton mm-hmm. and the other guy. They're not yeah. twins, uh. but it's the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> well, no, but so the you didn't read that shit, Jordan. Movie. You don't read books. Yeah. You don't know what I'm I talking. Don't, I don't. You don't. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so the Parent Trap is a movie where one of them is rich and the other one is just like American, like owns a vineyard. I, right, that's it, rich. Are I'm they sorry. Rich? The, if you own a vineyard. One of the B plots of that movie is that both of their butlers are fucking. Oh, wait! <laughs> yep. I don't remember the. Bu- I don't remember the um the Americans having like a servant. Or I guess a it was like more of a nanny sort of deal. Some okay. sort of live-in help. Yeah, I remember. Th- I yeah. remember the Jeeves s character mm-hmm. from the English side, but right. I don't remember the. The, the real richness in the American side. Mm. Maybe I need to brush up on my parent track. Yeah, you <laughs> You gotta get your PT, Anders. You gotta get your PT going. Um, yeah, I guess I agree with you, Sonny, in that way. I didn't think, I don't think I thought about the parent trap ever in terms of uh, socioeconomic inequality. 
But I didn't really think about this. Neither did I until I related it to this movie. Hard pause. This movie is better than Parent Trap? Um, overall, maybe not. No. No, objectively not. I think that something, a note I wrote down is the technology in this movie sucks. The twin technology or whatever they use. Yeah. It's very bad. It's bad. I thought it was the best. (laughs) <laughs> um, but the the twin telekinesis in this movie, awesome. What are yeah. some other things Great. that happen? Uh, like, there's the good scene when um, Bad Boy Jackie is riding on speedboats being chased, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, Nice Boy Jackie is talking at uh, a restaurant, and he's like bouncing like he's on the Wave Runner essentially, and making a yep. big mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would. Is this maybe and... sci-fi then? Is this a sci-fi movie or is it just dumb? <laughs> it's just dumb. It's probably just dumb, right? <laughs> It was weird. I th- I wanted them to use it at more interesting times. Yeah, I and think I, it was. I don't know. It was strange. I think they could have. They set it up really well to be like when Jackie's on the bus. Um, he has to drive the getaway car yeah. to to yep. to free the the crime boss's brother. Crazy, crazy, crazy Kong. What's his name? Yeah. So uh, crazy Kong. Uh, hang on, I wrote it down because at one point he gets when he bounces back and forth in between the van. His like name is Crazy Kong. In the most in- Crazy Kong. Crazy Kong. Yeah. Yeah, because I wrote, did he just get Ping Kong? Diddy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in that scene when um, I guess Nice Boy Jackie turns on the radio, it sounds like he's playing the song that's playing at the concert. He yeah, he's, like, it's a live stream of the concert that he's listening to, or like a, a live. Recording. Uh, radio recording. The broadcast. Of, so, it, broad, thank you. <laughs> oh, what fuck! Call it before the internet? <laughs> so if they had known that they were going to, like, if they had known earlier that they could help each other, the one who's driving the, the car could have helped him. He could have been like, oh, he really needs my help. And he could have, like, conducted, like, listening only through the broadcast and, like, helping out. And then the other one could have like helped him drive the car from afar, like oh, and with their mind. Conduct. That, I, I guess. I think that would have been a really. If they could have. If they could they have were, made it work. I get. It seemed like they were saving that for that last fight. Yeah, that to be worked. I just too. think that there wasn't really like a pan out though. It happened for like him punching a guy four times. Well, it's also that like, like they never really establish the rules of what that thing no, is. No, no, it's no. so arbitrary. It, it's the, the, that's why I say it's not like a sci-fi thing. It's just really dumb. And they do what they yeah. want to do when they want to do it, which is the case right. with a lot of these movies. There are no real rules. It's whatever is whatever Jackie thinks is funny is what goes. What, going back to the boat chase scene for a second, yeah. did you, Sonny, in the, in the dubbed version, did it have the same... There was like a knockoff James Bond theme? Yeah, it was there. That yes. played? Yeah. Okay. That w- is that a common thing to have, like, knockoff themes of other movies in Chan movies? Or was that specific so. to this, to just be like... Because I was like, oh, is this the James Bond theme? That's crazy that they yeah. got that. Oh, no, this is not the James <laughs> no, Bond theme, but it wants me to think it is. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah, it, was it gets weird. very close to it. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so should we, uh, I guess, cut ahead to... Let's talk about their the, the, the two Chans and their girlfriends. The, the look. Yeah, uh, Ma- Maggie yeah. Chung has some good ass outfits in this movie. I have I have a big crush on Maggie Chung now. I gotta say that I'm in the mood for she love was, she was all the dope. time yeah. with her. 
Wait, which one was she? Was she the rich one? The blue haired one? one. The poor one. The oh, poor you mean one. The one, who would, the, one, the one that would make you a cuckold? Yes. I don't. Did yes, you, because did, she has blue hair. Was that was that in your version, Sonny? Did they what? say that? So when um when Jackie is talking to Tarzan, who is uh, like the worst character in this movie by far, you think? what he redeeming sucks. quality does he, he have? He's a musician. <laughs> he brings nothing to the table. He's a musician, being kind of strange looking. He was a. Uh, he just makes he makes Jackie's life worse at yeah. all all times. Yeah. What'd you say, Matt? <laughs> he's a he's a famous musician. That's why he was in it. Ah, yeah. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just mean um, the character. Oh yeah, the yeah. Was Tarzan the character fine. was uh, worth. Tarzan the character has no redeeming qualities. Yeah. I'm the only one who watched Eastbound and Down, right? In this. No, I watched Eastbound and Down. I've seen. The he reminds one. me of the guy that Kenny Powers is uh, synced up with in Mexico. The little dude who they have oh, the cockfighting. Yeah. The weird, like, little... Yep, yep, yep. Or net, but I can't... I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. But I was kept thinking about him. Everyone should watch Eastbound and Down that's yep. listening to this. It's, it's great. It's a great show. <laughs> it's amazing, yeah. Um, so so when when they're first meeting, when they first um, rescue... Uh, I don't remember what her name is. I, they call her, like, Mad... Mar- Maradona or something like that. Yeah, because Barbara. Or, they make because he's trying to say she's like Madonna, but instead he, right. says, yeah. Maradona, he says Maradona, which is Maradona, yeah. which is the a, Argentinian soccer player. Yeah. So they kept call- so oh, coincidentally. Yeah. I also read about this morning because of the World Cup nonsense. Oh, okay. What? Uh, wait, what nonsense yeah, he, he, happened? Yeah. Well, nothing like about this World Cup, but famously he handballed in a. Oh, the hand of God. England. Yeah, the hand of God, yeah. Yeah, and it was counted. Yeah, um, Jordan, you could just call her uh, Maggie Chunk. And then the other okay, one so is, I think... Mm, Mrs. Jetley. It's Nina Leachy. Nina. Okay. Nina. Maggie and so, Nina. Maggie, so Maggie is in the car. She has the blue hair. Mm. And Tarzan is saying that he really likes her. And... Uh, within earshot, Jackie tells Tarzan, it's like, she has blue, look at her hair, it's blue, mm-hmm. you'd be cuckolded. Like, which <laughs> yep. is, I, 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 I don't did get, that. that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they're talking about in the real version. Huh. Yeah, that's blue hair means cheating. <laughs> or like a blue balls thing, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the blue hair, okay, so maybe this is what it is. The blue hair makes her like a hooker. And right, then, that's what I thought as well. Like, being a hooker, like, while dating him means that he's going to be a cuckold. Like, not, yeah. in, not in, like, the cuckold way that is, like, American politics cuckold. Or, like, <laughs> no, it just means if you know. your wife cheats on you. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, like, that's like a Shakespearean thing. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, like, this is, like, a cuckold before it's become, like, a thing. Yeah. This is when it used to be an insult. And no, I assume became... Steve Bannon watched this movie and went, got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which, uh, I'm trying to think. Which one makes contact with the other one first? It's, well, it's first that Jackie rescues, we got our first action scene when bad boy Jackie rescues Maggie Chung. Or not even rescues From her. The they try to thing. like, him and Tarzan almost try to like hold the joint up. Even though Tarzan yeah. says that he's coming to like save his girlfriend or something, which is Maggie right. John. Yeah. She's not his girlfriend. Yep. He's a fucking liar. Never met. It gets everyone in trouble. And then uh, no he also tries qualities. to rob everybody, which causes a lot yeah. of chaos. Yeah. Um, and other and then nice boy Jackie meets Nina just when like 
her parents are sent with her dad. Yeah, her dad is like, please yeah. fuck my daughter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the rapiest. Like here, kiss each other. He that was so gross. Uncle, we we we've seen that a yeah, number I, of times, like a sign of that might be a yeah. We, that could be like a sign of respect. Jordan, that's all the time in these movies. It's just an older figure is sort of an uncle. You know better. Yeah. Wait. So is Uncle from the Jackie Chan Adventures really his uncle? Probably not. Or just. <gasps> oh my god! All these. It's probably years. a guy whose daughter he's trying to get Jackie Chan to fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get him to fuck Jade. Set her name. Boom. <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah. No. No. <laughs> Not now when Shot she's down. of age. No now. <laughs> Shot down. Um. Please, please edit out. <laughs> okay. Um. You say something, Mark. No. So then, so they they meet her and are like forced to go together, and he doesn't want to sleep with her, but like almost kills her with chiropractic massage techniques. Yeah, that was a massage weird things. And I wrote, is this foreplay? Which I think was a line in the movie. She seemed, yeah. No, but I think that's a good thing, though. Because it seems like, it's not like that he kills her. It's that, like, she's completely relaxed and, like, like. Right. And I think it's to lead into the scene later when uh, Street Rat Jackie yeah. comes in and she's like, do that thing to me you did yesterday. It relaxed me so much. And he's like. Okay, and he does like Belushi look yeah. at camera, waggle <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, steam comes out of his ears. Yeah. Um, I, in talking about these two characters, I'm realizing what would have made this a better movie is any inversion on like the theme of who these two Jackies are. Like, if the mm-hmm. greaser Jackie was actually surprisingly like sensitive or something like that, and then the rich Jackie yeah, was, was sort really of like a playboy, thing. they really don't have any mm-hmm. distinguishable traits as characters. Aside yeah. from, I play piano, I'm rich, you fight, and are poor. There's very little room for nuance in these Jackie Chan movies. This is true. Jackie Chan deals in absolutes, as we've said. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I wrote down something interesting. So after they meet and have like switched women and... Or is it before that? This might be before that. Okay. Um, when Jackie is conducting and is talking about when you play music, it's not just notes. It's about emotion and music together. It's not just about going through the motions of things. You have to really feel something. And I wondered if this was like a weird Jackie Chan commenting on Kung Fu of saying like, it's not just about doing the moves, but you have to really feel what you're doing. um, You have to be like, Hmm. I wondered, I, that might just be me reading into it too much, but I wondered if there was some of him being like, it's not just karate chopping. There is something else behind it. I mean, that would certainly track if we like, Put them next to each other. Yeah, you mean like if, I don't yeah. know how much I, I don't know how much Jackie thinks about stuff. Like yeah, I don't know if Jackie it. deals in the in the subtextual really ever. Like he he directs. I mean, some, that's pretty. He directs some good okay, movies, yeah. but he doesn't. Does he really have any movies that are like about anything except for like maybe Project A is about imperialism and yeah. Um, what's it called? Is it also about imperialism? The um. The other one that we watched. Oh, the the Fist of Fury too. Yeah, that's not even yeah. him directing. He's like a chud in that one. Yeah, Jackie, yeah. I, Mark, you are giving him more credit than he deserves. But otherwise, <laughs> I would say you are correct. That's like right on the money if he was that kind of person at all. That Jackie, also could just be Jackie, like an isolated. You're listening. That you could feel validated. Just, yeah, that could just be an isolated theme for this movie if if he chose to go in that direction too. Like, yeah, maybe. This movie should have been more like. Whiplash. I don't know. That was, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, should have been more. It's not um, like 
I don't understand why he's good at, like, why is he good at conducting? Why is he able to conduct and people are just like, like, this is a, an amazing work. Like, everybody should have done horribly. And <laughs> it's kind of an insult to conductors oh, yeah. that he just was able to flail around and, like, it was the best he's ever done or something. like. May, or maybe it's an insult to art. And say that like art is just bullshit and that like they'll like it just because it's a name and it doesn't matter if you're actually good. You could just go up there and flail around and you could like force your way in. Sonny making a real disgust face right now. <laughs> like I don't I don't know anything about music or conducting, but to my understanding, the hard work's already been done right. once you're the conductor. You- that's not the first time the conductor has looked at that piece of music. He's like, well, guys, let's figure this out together. Yeah. <laughs> and up, and it looks like you come in now. now Everyone knows song. what they're doing. All, the mu- right, all of the musicians have practiced their stuff. The conductor is kind of there to like, cue people in and keep the tempo and whatever, but they're tempo. all professional musicians at that point. Not my t- I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mark. Oh, I want Jackie Chan to remake Whiplash, where he just beats the crap oh, out of I said that to Ray last Miles night while I was watching this. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, so good. Yeah, Jordan, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's like like most things. It's just him being a silly boy for silly boy sakes. Getting there were a couple. Okay, can we talk about the craziest in the in that scene when he's conducting the arguably the craziest moment of this movie when he goes out into the lobby and there's a man on the phone yes. in the lobby who says, <laughs> "How do we?" He's making a call about a porn movie and he says, uh, "I wish they wrote them the exact line." <clears throat> But he says, what if we add a bestial scene? She could have sex with a horse (laughs) or a dog or something. No, no, no. He says, he said two bulls against a girl or two, or two pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe it is like about, George, you might be right that maybe it is like a statement on art. It's like, these are the people that go to, (laughs) that go to these things. They're just these fucking filth peddlers. (laughs) People that love true art are filth boys. Well, it's also a movie that's made with, like, the Director's Guild in mind. So maybe it's a statement about, like, the art that they make versus the art somebody else's make. Maybe. Like, it it has to be in there for a reason. It's, like, that scene is too weird that, like, he goes out there and somebody is, is trying to create a... Uh, a porno about people, a woman fucking animals. Yeah. But he's talking on a public phone about it. It's not like, he's like at a desk and he's like, oh, concierge, do you mind if I make a call quick? Because yeah. he got this idea that's so good about two bulls. I gotta go. Dog. I gotta get this down now. I gotta get it down right now. <laughs> that was the most insane that was thing. Pretty, pretty it was weird. in the middle of the performance also. Yeah, he, he yeah. Says, excuse like, himself. This isn't good enough for me to wait out this. Yeah. Music for my idea. Oh man, he's the conductor of, of porn. It. He's a conductor. Of porn. That's it. No, that's oh. Um, what else happened? I'm trying to think about like individual so, set. Like Jordan, you were talking. What did you, you think of? Well, sorry. A, oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, what did we all think about the some of the stunts in this movie? Like, they're pretty much all done by down. bad by bad boy Jackie, and they don't really follow the rules yeah. that we talked about specifically in the last episode of Chance Planning, yeah. where it's wide shot and things. But there's, but it still worked for me, even though it kind of broke a lot of the rules. There are the scenes in the um, in the car factory follow the rules. Yeah, there is that awesome scene that also mm-hmm. the every frame of painting picture or the 
the video we watched last week uses yeah. when um when he jumps up uh, and the the car goes right past mm-hmm. him. That's an awesome scene. Yeah. Like that scene yeah. was really enjoyable yeah. to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, I thought my f- well, Mark? when he slow mo jumps into the that car was window. Awesome. Yeah, was the I wrote dope as fuck. That's yeah. amazing. That, that's some of the three Jackie times. stuff that we kind of highlight the most. And there's this great uh, video yeah. essay on every frame of painting that talks about the nine reasons that like martial arts action comedy works. Or how to film an action scene yeah. uh, from the lens of Jackie Chan's rules, and one of them okay. is the attention to the little things. And there's like a couple of those where he jumps over the car, where he goes through the window, where he kicks the cigarette into his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that was. That's awesome. like the shit yep. that sticks with me a lot of the time. Is just yeah. the needlessly complicated things that make his character <laughs> awesome. He punches a cigarette out of someone's mouth and kicks a cigarette into someone else's mouth. Yeah. yeah, he he also he has somebody wrapped in a like a coil. Mm-hmm. Like that spits out like hot air or something like that, mm-hmm. or oh, yeah. like no, it's a vacuum, it's, yeah. and it's like it goes around his neck. On, well, <laughs> it's around one guy's neck, and it's on his face, and it's like it's like sucking on his face. Mm-hmm. That scene, that little attention to that small detail, does not need to be in no. there, and mm-hmm. it's played for comedic effect. I don't think it's the funniest thing in this movie, but like it definitely goes to Jackie's style. I thought this was yeah. a pretty funny movie, actually, all things considered. Like, there's a lot of his yeah. lighter comedies that are just, they really miss the mark and they're super, super yeah. dumb. But there was funny stuff. Like, I thought the the hot tub scene or the bathtub scene was pretty fun when he and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so bad, though. It was, how is she that dumb? Because she's... Like, how, this how is a world where twins don't exist. That's why. <laughs> imagine if... Twin. It's like if you saw, like, a ghost or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess her... Her eyes are playing tricks on her. Yeah, and, and she's she... trying so hard to do this for her dad. Like at the moment she runs, when her like crazy boyfriend, who we have not mentioned yeah. at all, yeah. her crazy biker boyfriend, yeah. uh, who beats, <laughs> who throws a piano <laughs> off of a, uh, <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, ruins the piano. piano and throws yeah. it. Um, but she runs down and says, "Oh no, dad's business is gonna fold. I have to help." Yeah. So like so her motivation is a tried to be a little bit that if she doesn't stay with him. Also, he apparently, like, boned the crap out of her. Yeah, he takes yeah. her to fuck so she's, town. She's in it. Yeah. Yeah, she gets, um, she gets the pipe. <laughs> when, at the end of the movie, when they go to that car factory, did anyone else go, oh, is this going to end like Tommy Boy? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, uh, no, I didn't go. I didn't think about Tommy Boy. I did write down, is this going to end like Tommy Boy? And Wait, wrote, yep. yeah, remind me how Tommy Boy ends. They go to Zelinsky Auto Parts Factory, okay, uh, where he makes auto parts for the American people because that's who he is and that's who he cares about. <laughs> and uh, they're on the like test floor, and Rob Lowe and uh, Bo Derek are like in the meeting, and Tom he like straps the road flares to himself to get in there or whatever. And he goes in, and Rob Lowe tries to escape after it's shown that he David Spade's like you have all of these aliases and you've been mm-hmm. lying about all this stuff and you're not really married to my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they try to run away, and Rob Lowe gets caught, and the sandbag thing falls on his testicles. Yeah, um, yeah. And he gets, I, and that's how he gets apprehended. Yeah. Oh my balls! It's not super different from this it's, when there's like <laughs> a car testing thing that happens, and like a car is coming down and crashes. Except that car is going 186 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why oh, that's that, a test. That's what the 300 kilometers. Uh, 300 kilometers per hour. It's 186 that, miles per oh, hour. Oh, I thought it was 300 miles per hour. I was dumb. I didn't like make <laughs> no, the metric. No, it was kilometers per hour. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did the conversions because yeah. that's how much yeah. it <laughs> Um 
Fuck, did we like that? I, I really enjoyed that last scene. I thought it was really well yeah. directed and even set designed with the blue room and the it's red room. the most room. fun I had in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, if, that was a cool room. It felt sort of like the scene, what was it? Uh, Armor of God 2 in the airplane hangar. It reminded me of a lot for some reason. Mm. Uh, I, I know that Jackie stunt coordinated both of them, but I don't know. I thought it was cool. It, it wrapped everything up nicely. We got the bad yep. guy getting killed in a horrible car accident. Um, <laughs> yep. It was surprising to it me was... that the women, usually in these movies, his like love interests get involved in the end. And they very much nope. didn't. Well, I guess Tarzan well, maybe did. Maybe he was his own love interest. Yeah. 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 I guess. T- so I, I wanted to bring up something that I thought was weird. Um, the uh, movie? Well, yeah. <laughs> just just the one movie. thing? So... In this movie that is very much in a different language, uh, I guess I guess it's in it's in Mandarin the whole movie. Cantonese. Yeah. It's in Cantonese. Okay. Oh, okay. So in Can- the movie's in Cantonese, and this is not for you, Sonny, because you watch the English. Not for you, Sonny. Okay. Um, but in the movie, when I believe it's Jackie is talking to uh, to uh, Maggie. Um, and he tells her something he says oh he's in the car with her and he says oh i'm a big conductor i'm like i do this thing and then she goes oh of course she says that she doesn't say it in in cantonese she says in english oh in english oh. there are a couple of times that yeah. happens yeah she says sorry say, in english she says oh of course and then they say sorry every time yep. they say sorry in the movie they say it in english is there oh, no wonder- word for sorry for sorry in in I mean, Cantonese. there is. There certainly is. I'm sure that there is. I wonder if it's just that uh, it's common enough that everybody knows some English. Or, like, there are certain things. It, it, it is know. Hong Kong, so, like, there's still a large yeah. uh, English-speaking population because it's a British right. colony. So people just... So people just, like, they just default to saying it in English? Maybe it's, like, in um, Spanglish. Maybe if it's easier. Yeah, maybe it's easier to say. Also, they speak in Spanish this whole movie. I don't know if you guys noticed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We gotta uh, start wrapping up. We gotta get some closing we'll thoughts wrap, yeah, on yeah. this, boys. I, I wanted to say one more thing. Get it. Did you guys think that the spiritual healer guy was funny? And the, like, yep. kung fu doctor? Asian I, Horatio I Sands. Oh, yeah. Horatio Sands. <laughs> I enjoyed that scene. I thought like the the weird spiritual healer who like ends up hurting him in his like being crazy and yep. flailing around, and then like the the doctor like beating the shit out of him <laughs> with like a yep. power like strike yep. was awesome. It was funny. Yeah, I agree. Um, what did we think about the giant magnet? I want to talk. We we can't not talk about the giant <laughs> magnet. Yeah. I, Is oh that just God. a magnet that the public can use? Like, how did he get? Did they have to beat up the construction workers to get to that magnet? Why do they have the giant? Is that to move eye bars around? They're a crime. They're they're at a, a dock, so it's probably like a mm-hmm. like they like lift crates on and off the ships right. for like shipping containers. Yeah, the, uh, like Frank Sabat. Um, yeah, the stevedores. Stuff. It's part of the stevedores. They're all, it, that's Steve the thing that's never Got talked it. about. They're all part of the stevedores guild, stevedores union. Yeah. This is basically season two of the wire, the movie. Oh my God. But I wouldn't pay for that. If, if you could get oh. Jackie Chan in a, an all Asian cast season two of the wire. That's a movie. Does Chan play Frank Sabatka? Oh my God. No, he plays, uh, <laughs> he plays horse face. The friend, the oh. friend's friend. Yep. 
Yep. All right. We got to do um, our our final ratings. Ratings. Our ratings. Uh, does anybody want to go first? I'll I'll go okay. first. I'm the, I'm, I feel like I'm sure. the guest. I gotta. I should. I can set the bar. Um, I. So my Jack and Jan experience, which we didn't uh, get into too much, uh, and no time like the present to do yeah. so. <laughs> I I saw Who Am I when I was a kid. Oh, I was like nine years old. I saw it at my friend Keith Quasigro's house, uh, and. I saw Rush Hour like three years ago. What? Um, wow. You're the only person we've had on here, and that I know that saw Rush Hour. We should have led with this. This is how we should leave with every episode. I didn't, yeah. of this. <laughs> well, we had no. We had to lead with Uncle yeah. Drew. Order of importance. Sorry, Mark. But um, I, I don't have a lot of kung fu movie experience. I've seen Kung Pao Enter the Fist <laughs> half a dozen times. Um, <laughs> but other than that, don't really have a lot. It was not like a big genre for me growing mm-hmm. up. Um, it was not a big thing that like, like my dad watched or anything. Like I didn't have a way in. Um, so that being said, I watched it more as an objective movie as opposed to like a genre movie, Mm -hmm. like a Kung Fu comedy. Um, so in that way, I'll give it, uh, three out of five. Second chance. Three out of five. That's that's our rating system. No troubles. Uh, I would say that we've Jackie Chan movies for the most part, aren't like straight up kung fu movies except for his early stuff which is very yeah. uh, genre-ish then it, he becomes yeah. he kind of is the only person that we at least we know that do these action comedies uh, at least at this level because even okay. Jet Li none of the other big dogs that come out oh yeah Jackie Chan's gonna be in the next Eat Mon movie we should have talked about that mm. <gasps> whoa yeah. that's awesome really? yeah. that's cool uh, yeah he's gonna fight him it's gonna be fucking cool him and Tony to- oh. Tony whatever Tony my dog um, Tony the dog. Donnie Yen. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. No, uh, who's Ipman? Is it Donnie Yen? Donnie, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yen. I'm thinking yeah. of somebody yeah. else. Never mind. You're thinking of Tony Ja? Yes. The maker of every frame of painting. Is that? No, that's Tony Zhu. <laughs> oh, okay. Tony Ja is the guy from Ang. That's who I'm thinking of. Maybe he's fighting him. Yeah. Then. Uh, okay. He's fighting some either the Ipman or the Ongbok gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just give mine. I guess. I thought this was. This is definitely a real movie, I thought. So at the very least, I could give this is 2.5 Jackie Chan, Don't Want Any Troubles, out of 5, because it's a real movie, which means it gets half the stars. It made me laugh some. It's got my girl Maggie Chung in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down a podcast name that I want to do about her when this is done. I should have remembered it. It is called <laughs> The Chung and the Restless, and I think that that's what we oh, should yeah. do when we get tired <laughs> of doing this, because she is an actual actress, and she's very, very, yeah. very talented. Um, but I kind of do like the movies. I find myself able to differentiate between the two Jackie Chans just because I'm like trained to do so. When I saw Jack and Jill, I at one point said, <laughs> I at one point said, man, I wish that there was more of Adam Sandler's character in this in reference to him not in Jill form. I will give this 3.0. Don't want any troubles out of five. Okay. Uh, so I actually like this movie a lot. Uh, I think that they could have used the twin part to better effect, but I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I like. I got invested in the characters and the storyline, even though it was a little bit over the top at times um, with the feigning and the. But it was funny, so I'm actually going to give it a three point seven five. Cool. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, okay. All right. And Europe, Sunny. Uh, I I like this movie. I thought the set, the set pieces were really good. 
uh, one of my big problems was I think they they sat on like the dramatic irony of the two girls not knowing there are two Jackies for a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt for the most part like the script was original. Uh, it was pretty ballsy doing a movie like this where they clearly didn't have parent trap technology to make the twins look super great. Yeah. Parent yeah. trap um, technology. <laughs> that's what I call it. PTT. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the fight scenes were good, and uh, I think it's a pretty standard uh, post classic era Jackie movie. So I'm gonna give it also a three point zero out of five. Don't want any troubles. Cool. Okay. Yeah, he's got. He still right. has some classics coming up. Um, like mm-hmm. in the next few years. Like I think this is before Police Story three, maybe even. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, Mark. Police Story Three, Super That's Cop, Super Cop. Is an yep. incredible movie. <laughs> like it is truly. I have to watch. Yeah, I listened to the podcast, and now I have to watch the movie. We um, mm-hmm. talked about in um, how Quentin Tarantino in that said that that like if he could do any, if he could show any one scene from a movie to Aliens, he would show the final scene of that movie. Quint. So the director of this, Ringo, whatever, directed this movie called City yep. on Fire. That was the mm-hmm. direct inspiration for Reservoir Dogs. Like when Tarantino oh, says that okay. he pretty much like ripped off that movie. Wow. So this dude is I, he doesn't play around. I also just read on IMDB that Maggie Chung was in a deleted scene in Inglorious Bastards. For real? Yeah. Ooh. She's awesome. Wait, I really love her. Ma- Maggie She played uh, I haven't watched the deleted scenes in a long time. This probably we'll talk about this off the podcast. Yeah, we'll this, it's off. probably going to be a waste All of right. time. Uh, okay, let's let's get this going uh, for our favorite uh, thing, Mark. The jack off. It's my favorite part of this. Yep. Sunny won last it, it, week. Yep. So Sunny's going to be asking the questions. Do you want uh, an example, or do you know how the game is played? I know the rules. Okay. Let, awesome. Let's do it then. Um. So. I don't know if any of these have been done yet, but okay. that's going to be the case from now <laughs> we've on done, until forever. We've done like a hundred of them, so that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I played insufferable rich kid Carter Bazin on the TV show Gossip Girl. I could ask Ray. Ray just came in here. I don't. I don't know who did that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anybody on Gossip Girl. Okay. Clue number uh, two. I played the ski aficionado villain from Hot Tub Time Machine. Jeez. Jack Efron? No. No, I don't know. Chan Michael Murray? No. I don't know, Sonny. That's a good guess, though. Oh, I, I have no clue. I don't remember anything from... Okay. Hot. Clue number three is I am the Winter Soldier. Sebastian oh. Chan. Yeah. We have done that one. <laughs> we have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we so have? right now, Sonny has one point since Mark is his uh, his champion. So <laughs> Sonny, I got you. Oh, okay. I'm your champion. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number two. Uh, I am famously a an old. Well, I'm going to try to Uncle phrase this. Uncle Chandrew. Like this. <laughs> I. I am a famously method actor. Chaniel Day-Lewis. I was going to say that. No. Oh, okay. I, I think we've done that before. Yeah, we have. Um, Charlie Chanplin? No. Okay. Is Charlie Marlon Chaplin? Chando? No, but he said old. Yeah, he got... He, he, what? He said he was an old... Is it Marlon Chando? So I Charlie Chanplin. 
Uh, it is. It is Marlon Chando. It is. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Mark. Wait, is, but Mark, Mark already guessed. He's not allowed to guess again. Yeah, I don't know if the rules. Can I guess? Oh, I can't guess. No, more than not once. on the turn. Is that a rule? My oh. second clue was going to be I played Superman's father. Oh, but... damn. Mark, I'm sorry to say this, but all right, that's a push. I've been disqualified. You've been disqualified from this one, Sonny. So it's going to come down to this next one, and Mark can't answer <laughs> at all. No. Great. So it'll come down to <laughs> now he can answer. Can answer. Um, I have a younger sister who is a prominent indie actress. Okay. Mary Kate Olschan? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clue number two. I am the MacGuffin in the movie Man on Fire. Oh, Dakota Channing. Yeah. Okay. Jo- oh, wow, damn. Dakota Dakota Channing. Okay. That's Either good. way, I got two Jack-Oda points. Channing. Yeah. Okay, I've won the jack off. Jordan, I'm sorry. Yeah. You are on a rough streak, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I wanted to watch because I was doing some research into our super cop je- director gentleman, uh, Stanley Tong, who I'm a big fan of. So, mm. I think that we should watch. A 2017 movie, Kung Fu Yoga. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, the one that just came, came out. out 2017. Yep. However, it is the highest grossing comedy film in ja- in Chinese history. Okay, I'm oh, in. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I, it's not like I had a choice, but I'm still Oh, in. my God. Can we do... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, the budget for it? I, oh, my God. It's incredible. It's six hundred. It's sixty-five million dollars U.S. Jeez. for this Whoa. movie. That's two Uncle Drews. That is two Uncle Drews. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Um, that's been our show. Thank you so much for coming on, Mark. We appreciate you talking hoops. Yeah. Please thank you for having back. me. Yeah, thanks. And we'll talk more about great you, Mark. Jackie Chan and basketball. Talk more about summer league. <laughs> if, if there's a if there's ever an Uncle Drew sequel, oh, the, the Drew two, you would. Drew two, yep. I mean, at this pace, it's it's again probably. Would it be would it be spelled like uncle and then a two R U E? The number two, hundred <laughs> percent. I was just gonna say that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, follow us on uh, Facebook, everybody. Subscribe to us. Uh, we're getting some some uh, SoundCloud buzz for some reason. People are finding us on SoundCloud. I think because we have the top Jackie Chan podcast SEO, which is like people are going. Hey, is there like a Jackie Chan podcast? And there is, and it's unfortunately yeah. ours. I'm sorry, sorry. I can't <laughs> um, Yeah, like us on, uh, follow us on Twitter, do all that shit. Email us. We got an email the other day, but it was from SoundCloud, <laughs> saying that we paid, <laughs> that we have paid. Um, but thank you, Mark. Mark, do you want to plug anything since you're like in things all, sometimes? Uh, I want to. I want to plug. Sunoco Gas. Uh, <laughs> shot a commercial for them last week. I'm going to nice. plug the Steven app, which I'm pretty sure is only in Sweden. <laughs> uh, and I want to plug Elka Seltzer Plus, which is a cold medicine. Uh, those are the three commercials I've done lately. And I want to plug my older sister's wedding. Nice. Uh, yeah. Which is coming up soon. And, everybody uh, go to it. Everybody go to it. Uh, it is not invite only. Uh, if you're in the Nashville area, you come downtown to the Hermitage Hotel. Uh, I'm not going to tell you a date or time. You're just going to uh, know. I'll just be there. I'll just be there the whole time. Yeah. 
We all get everybody gets all plus right, ones. Nice. Oh, spe- <laughs> speaking of Nashville, so have you ever heard of the barbecue chain? Uh, uh, Princess? Um, no, it's Princess called, is hot um, chicken. Yeah. Oh no, oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna barbecue? I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in no, I was just in Nashville about? a month ago, Jordan. Oh well, Nashville yeah. uh, at this place, Mission Barbecue, that has pretty good barbecue okay. food. Uh, that's all over the United States. Okay. They have a special Nashville hot okay. sauce that's really, really good that I highly recommend. If you're wait, is that what you're plugging? Barbecue. Are you wait, <laughs> you're plugging Nashville hot sauce from Mission Barbecue? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Terrific. Uh, do you have anything to plug, Sonny? Any other Nashville related <laughs> plugs? No, I don't. I don't have any plugs. All right. Let's. We can plug the new Predator movie. Because the Nashville Predators are the hockey team in Nashville. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, do we have any Nashville themed plugged? I think that's uh, it. Kevin uh, Nash. Oh, I I can plug Third Man Records by Jack White. Also, there we go. Also initial. Nashville, um, Nashville based. Yep. I'll plug an episode of Jimmy Kimmel from five weeks ago, which had a joke I wrote on it, which is cool. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know which. I don't hey. know which joke it is or what episode it is, but. Wait, you don't know which joke you wrote? No, I, I submit a one sheet, or I don't do it anymore, but uh, I submit a one sheet full of like 20 jokes, and then they buy the one sheet if they want to use one of the jokes. Oh. I, I, do you think you could pick it out in a I lineup? mean, if I watched that awful show, I probably would. I don't care about saying that. I don't work there no more. All right, we got to go. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> Music. Music. Fat, 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 fat,